0: Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? Higher Learning is on. It is I, Van Lathan. And it's me, Rachel Lindsay. I don't want to do it today, uh, hold my mic in my hand like this. I feel like that oh,
1: means
2: it's getting serious. No,
0: no, Jackson, you say no, why?
3: Why doesn't that work? When you hold your microphone, most times it's going to create a lot of static and it's going to sound a lot worse. Oh, I don't Jackson. Okay, stop trying I, I to be a, do, a, a
0: rebel, a renegade.
1: I mean, you can do it, renegade. you
3: just gotta be very strict <laughs> about holding it without moving your hand. Jackson,
0: can we introduce the podcast without you getting involved? Can we talk? Can we, Rachel. Jackson's we...
2: starting to fill himself a bit. People are starting <sighs> to recognize who Jackson yeah, is, yeah. yeah. want to know what he looks like, call him out. Yeah, he wants people, he makes an appearance every podcast. Jackson, like,
0: Jackson is like. I'm cutting all of this out. No, <laughs> don't <laughs>
2: don't. Uh, Rachel. How are you? Man, thank you so much for asking. First of all, I got, i you know, everybody at this point pretty much knows. And if you don't know, I disabled my Instagram on Friday. Didn't make an announcement about it. I woke up. I took taken Friday off of work for a personal day. I woke up. I looked at my phone. One of the first things I saw something negative and I said, you know what? Not today. Not even wow. this weekend. And currently still not now because I'm still, I'm still disabled. It was the best decision that I could do for myself to detach from that negativity. I needed that. I feel so much better. I'm not hundred percent, but I feel lighter, but I missed a lot. And I'm, and I hear that there was a lot of support and particularly, particularly, I can't speak particularly for my co-host, Van Lathan. So many people were like, What happened? I saw texting me. I saw Van's post. I said my co-host has my back. I just appreciate you. Thank you. I know you didn't do that for anything other than you were just supporting me and uplifting me because so many people weren't, and um, that meant a lot to me. So thank you.
0: Uh, You're welcome. You're very welcome. And by the way, it was it was kind of because people started hitting me up and they're like, "Why, Rachel? Do her Instagram and so I I have a rule of threes as it relates to bachelor nation.
2: Oh, bachelor have, nation. Okay. Oh, you you were about I, to I say, just, you have like, all, all about threes. Yes. Right.
0: So about the third time about the third time uh someone says, "Van, you need to look at this." That's when I look at it. "Hey okay. Van, have you seen that?" "Nah, I'm cool." "Hey Van, have you seen this the third and the, there was like a lot of thought words out there. It was like Rachel, so then I went to your Instagram and it was gone. Then I hit you and you didn't hit me back for like hours. And I was like, yo, man, is Rachel okay? And then it, it then a couple other people hit me up and like, asking if it okay. And, and so then when I finally got in touch with you, I was like, look, this sucks. Like, What am I going to do to support you and uh, decide to make the video and all of that stuff like that, which did did the video just make things worse?
2: No, not for me. I think it just brought up, you can, as you said, you can say things in a way that, Us who are attached to Bachelor can't necessarily say them. And I think for you, you just broke it down in a way where it was like, this is ridiculous, you guys. And I think people needed to hear it from your perspective. You have become Bachelor franchise adjacent, whether you like it or not. People respect your voice. Your cousin, yes. respect. They respect your voice. They want to hear what you have to say. And it was very much so. My sister sent me the video. She screen recorded it. And it was like, it's a TV show, you guys. This is ridiculous. Like, I'm a human being. This is a TV show. Like, right. it, it's it's just becoming, it's just out of control. It's just out of control.
0: So, first of all, I'm glad you had a good weekend. I'm glad you were able to get, a, uh, get away from it. Those trolls have since moved to my Instagram, but I like No. Oh, I like it. Uh-uh. <laughs> I like it. People hit me <laughs> up, like stop cursing, and I'm like, you think I should stop fucking cursing? That's weird. <laughs> um, but, I guess, the question now is, what has to happen? Because, the television show, obviously crosses over into real life. hmm There are real life issues that come up on the show, the societal issues that come up on the show, because there's a realm of reality that it exists in. But mm-hmm. now, it it seems like, no one is having any fun, right? Nobody's yeah. having any fun. just the whole globule of it it seems very toxic. So what has to happen in your opinion for this to kind of move itself forward
2: i It's a great question I don't know it's it's almost it's not even just no one's having fun it's just What's the purpose behind it all? What are you What are you trying to accomplish in the things that you're doing? You're doing the things that you think I'm doing, right? Like people are attacking me because they think that I'm trying to cancel someone, so they're on a mission to cancel me. I'm getting threatened. People are threatening, like, oh, I have this on you. I have this. I'm just waiting till you get back on social to unleash this kind of stuff. I mean, it's you know, they, you're affecting people's well being. Where does it end? Where does it stop? Like, right. until you take everybody down, that can't be it. You really need to, I, no one's listening anymore to what people are saying. They're just so quick to jump on things and to tear people down. And for what? Right. What, what do you do? Do you just cancel everything and start right.
0: over? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They got Emmanuel Acho that he's going to come in and, and, um, Emmanuel Acho, swole as hell. We've talked about him before. We've
2: talked about him. <laughs> Speak for yourself,
0: University of Texas, and Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man in a White Background. Uh, he's going to be hosting After the Rose, uh, which is a fantastic choice. He's a he's
2: yeah.
0: a, a dynamite television personality. So congratulations to him. Um, but I, I do I, I do I do wonder now. Sincerely, I wonder. How do people just get to enjoy their bachelor again? Because here's the thing. I think there's a misconception that there's any part of this that people are reveling in. Nobody would want to have this outcome. No. Right. I think people want sincerity and they want to feel safe and, you know, protected. And they want to feel not even protected, but seen. So I don't know what would have to happen. Like I I'm serious when I said that I feel like Chris Harrison should come on the podcast. And even if he doesn't have come on this podcast, the they like at this point ABC, Chris, you, everyone who is not going to be able to run from the fact that they're involved in this, at some point people're going to have to come together and figure out how to how to move forward and get back to just watching random people fuck each other on a television well- show.
2: I think, I think that's next week. I think that you just hit the nail on the head because we've heard from Chris Harrison at this point with an apology. You've heard from Rachel Kirkconnell with an apology. You've heard from who else needs to, whoever else needs to apology. Everyone, everyone who's been at issue has issued an apology except for the franchise, except for the network, except for the production company. You need to hear something from them. It's almost like, how do you say you have a racist problem or racist issue? Without saying you have a racist issue, you bring in you bring in Emmanuel Acho to host the finale. You bring in the man who has these uncomfortable conversations. You're not saying it. You're bringing somebody in who has built an entire brand to rectify or attempt to or explain the issue, right? When it involves racism, they need to come out and say something. They need to grab a hold of this and control the situation because right now. You're letting your fans speak for you. this is an audience that you have curated for fifteen years until you had the first lead of color me. you have built this you have these people feel that they had their world and now people of color are trying to mess it up. You did this, so you need to speak out and you need to say something you need to undo it and at the moment well silent
0: here's the deal. I'm not so sure that it can be undone, but what I, what can be done is a look towards the next step or the future of this, right? It's very difficult to undo anything. Mm -hmm. It's just the way like life works, you know, time moves forward. But I think to be honest with you, like I'm not going to draw devil horns on Chris Harrison's head whenever I see him on TV. It's not that serious. Absolutely
2: not.
0: Like it's not, but just acknowledge the moment that you're in. Acknowledge everything that's happening And say, yo, this is what we're committed to, moving forward, boom. Everybody get back to watching what it is that they're watching. Nobody's gonna expect it to be Bachelor Wakanda like next season. Like nobody's (laughs) gonna expect that. It's it's just, but just the fact that it's being fumbled to this degree, and now on all sides of it, you have real people who are having their lives impacted by this. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like, you know, it's it's becoming one of those things. So you gotta figure out. It's, it's how to, to get the train back on the track right now. Because I'm going to be honest with you. At this point right now, like I don't want to watch the show tonight. It, I it think seemed, a lot
2: of people feel that way.
0: Yeah. I was having fun watching it, but it seems like kind of, a little bit, maybe. 10% fun. But it's it, it, why, 30%? But now you know it seems it, like it's too much bullshit.
2: And you know what else? They're about to go into production for The Bachelorette.
0: Uh-huh.
4: See,
2: I think that they should just stop. Until, like, to use what you said, until they get the train back on the tracks. You're going to go into another season, but you still have all these issues. How have you fixed them coming into a new season? You really haven't. So I think that they needed to just take a beat, figure things out, regroup, and then bring the product back to us to a a way that we can all enjoy it the way that we used to.
0: You know what they should do the next Bachelorette or the next, like, remote learning Bachelor that they do? Uh, Because they can't do it. Blackberry Farm. You know what that is? Where's
2: Blackberry Farm?
0: You never heard of that? You're not up on that Blackberry Farm? Mm-mm. <laughs> you what use, is it? You don't use the the uh the the Blackberry Farm, the the, the jellies and the jams oh. and the biscuit mix and all of that stuff. Like uh, that. I don't
2: like jelly, but up I know what that I know the brand.
0: Smoky Mountains. That like I, the Blackberry Farm. Blackberry Farm, I am obsessed with. It, I'm looking at it right now. How much is a night at Blackberry Farm? Not that expensive. The rates be, be, begin at 745 bucks to stay at the the Blackberry Farm. It's not that bad. I mean, look. Okay, I, and
2: why and why should they have it here?
0: Because the Blackberry Farm is simply one of the greatest places. Look, this is the this place. Is
2: beautiful. It looks
0: gorgeous right there in the smoke the Smoky Mountains. Right, I want to go there. I wanna to go to the Blackberry Farms right there in the Smoky Mountains. Um, it's there in Walland, Tennessee. And it looks just amazing. I I wanna stay there. I wanna stay there because my ancestors couldn't. You know, mm. I go to the Blackberry Farm, I chill out, mm. I go in, I'm like, yo, 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 what time is breakfast, my niggas? You know, and, <laughs> and because I paid, <laughs> they got <laughs> I can't. I like the blackberry. I got all the biscuit mix and all of that shit like that.
2: I'm familiar with the jelly and the jam.
0: And I got the cookie mix and the blackberry farm, all of that shit. I got it over. I want to go there. I want to go there.
2: Yeah. So random. Sometimes i I think it's something like I'm like, oh man, maybe I should really no. know about the blackberry. You have blackberry a. Farm. You have a very good way of making me feel like something's important that may not be important. Make me feel like no. I'm missing out on something that's not quite the case.
0: Do you ever do you feel like sometimes that the ancestors want us to be assholes?
2: I've actually never had that thought, Van.
0: You never have? Because a lot of times I, I'm in situations and I feel my ancestors. No, I you feel wa- how...
2: You just want to be an asshole. Don't blame uh, no, it on our ancestors. No, Don't do that.
0: look, I feel like seriously, because like, you know, the ancestors, to be honest with you, they weren't welcome at the Blackberry Farm. They like not. 100, 150, 200 years ago. So do I wonder sometimes if my ancestors are up there like when I'm at the Blackberry Farm and I'm eating and somebody comes along, like a white waiter or something like that. I wonder if my ancestors are thinking, yo, just knock this fucking tray over. Just one time for me. <laughs> They're not. Just not just, you don't think they are? Just seriously. They're not. Seriously. Knock his like like I go to places like that. I wonder if my ancestors want me to call him. Just what just knock his plate over. See if he he pick it up. Because we couldn't do that. They couldn't Why don't be you petty.
2: do it? Why don't you no, just do it? And then be I, like, my ancestors told me to do that. That's, because for, that's for my
0: ancestors. No, because I don't know. Because I don't believe in that. I, especially when people are being nice and you're to service people and all of that. I believe in being as kind as you can. But I wonder. Because I got to have, have, have some petty ancestors. Some of them got to be petty. Some of them got to be petty. Of course. Right. Of course. <laughs> These
2: thoughts that pop up in your head.
0: I think about this. Is the shit that I think about. Like, because you are, how can you listen to the right ancestor all the time? There's got to be a petty ancestor. It's yeah. like, hey, hey, go over there right now and tell them to bring you your fucking car. Because that's what I couldn't do. All right. Hip hop, hip hop, man. We got one of the biggest hip hop media personalities. Um, on the internet We're about to talk to him right now He is a controversial figure But I tell you one thing mm-hmm. This young brother Known him for a while He has made an Entire Online presence An entire brand From nothing Built it from scratch He's Covered some of the biggest rap stars He's too close to some Some people might say To some of the wrong rap stars We're about to talk to him right now
3: This episode is brought to you by Viore I love sports I know you do too
4: Man, this next
0: guest is a, is a very important guy in the culture. I, I, like You know, he's polarizing, um, but he is incredibly successful. And really, an example of somebody who made it happen in this game, this media game from the ground up, y'all... Higher learning audience. Give it up for DJ Academics. I always tell people to give it up, when we don't have an audience or nothing like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, hey <laughs> listen,
1: you just almost gave me a suede type intro. I got I got a, uh, I was sitting back like, wait,
0: back?
1: <laughs> yo, man, what's good with you, brother? What's and good they- with you, man? Like, tell me. I'm meet, meeting you as well. Uh, yes, yeah, the first
2: time. It's nice to meet you.
1: Nice to meet you
0: as well. Yeah. So look we've known each other for for a little while now. Was it, six years, six, seven years, or something like that? It's been a while, man. It's been a while. It's (laughs) been a while. It's been a while. And so I know you. Yeah. I know you as at DJ Academics from your platform, and I also know you as just, you know, at the homie. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you? Biggest (laughs) misconception?
1: but i lean into a lot of the, the the you know um whether if it's real or fake about me so let me see a misconception that um I, I would probably say it's it's mostly just the meme stuff like you know like honestly like i remember before there was a moment of like crossoverness for me right and it was right before i got on everyday struggle and for me i remember looking at that and i was like things are starting to change and Ironically, the first time someone said said they realize uh, recognized me in public, they were like, "Yo, you're the meme." That's that. That's only <laughs> you're the meme. So, like, honestly, memes and like just things said on Twitter that trend, whether they're you know positive or negative, that's happened to carry you know um, if you even want to call it some notoriety. So, you know, what I mean, I don't even. There's nothing that's a misconception. It's all true. Let's go.
2: Okay. Down. I'm so what? glad you said that. No, 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 let's pick up off that. <laughs> because like Van said, y'all go way back and he knows you. So he knows you in a different way. I don't. So I know you from headlines or memes or things that are said on Twitter. Yeah. So my first question, when I'm, when I, when I see everything surrounding you, I'm like, do you really believe the stuff that you say? Or do you just say it for attention?
1: Oh no, I a hundred percent believe it. Like, Everything. You, you need we need examples because <laughs> I'm going to be honest OK, so 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 let me give you a quick like. Like, I, I really came up studying radio and, and I study shock jocks. And if you know historically what shock jocks are, people who say stuff to shock an audience, maybe they don't feel that way, but they say it to pretty much. It, it's pretty much clickbait before the Internet. You get me? Sure. Everything mm-hmm. I say. I 100% believe now. I'm So, have it's, not that's so it's not question.
2: shock value because that's my question. Are you just saying it yeah, for the and attention?
1: Of course, I double down on everything I, I, I really feel. But um, there's no opinion I really have that I've really disseminated and and even tried to defend that I actually don't believe. That's why I, I'm I'm really excited to hear if you do have anything <laughs> that you'd be like, yo, you don't really think this, do you?
2: All right, Meg the Stallion. Yeah. You basically, wait, where's the quote? I love, I love quotes. I love to get it right. You said she was a one flow, lazy bars. That's what you said about Megan Stallion.
1: 100%. You
2: believe that. You believe that she has 100%, I guess you said, of the talent that Nicki Minaj has. You basically made it seem like the only reason we're boosting Megan or giving her attention is because of her appearance and all the other things that surround her. That's how you really feel. As if she doesn't really have talent. As if we're over-exaggerating her talent. I mean, we're in this. We're in this day and age where we're trying to uplift black women right now, and you're just trying to put two black women who are on. You, you like how I came in straight in? <laughs> no, not
0: just right, just guns black. Like, he asked pew. me. Yeah. Like, you asked me. Like you go. You asking
1: the question. I remember all the quotes now. No, that sounds good, but no, 100. I stand by it. I think think Megan Thee Stallion is really overrated as as actually an artist. I've always thought that. And I do think the level that she is discussed on when we're comparing and talking about only rap is a byproduct of a lot of industry ties that she has that has kind of lifted her up to be a super celebrity, which, which is cool in that realm. But when we just talk about music, it's not there. Like again, I'm not saying things without merit. We can't really talk about no Meg Thee Stallion project that could come close to pink uh pink Friday. We can't even talk about any top uh Meg Thee Stallion verses that would come close to the top ten Nikki verses. So again, when I see how in the last year she is elevated, and keep in mind um in 2019, or actually maybe the early 2020, I could be wrong on both dates, so don't kill me, she sold like twenty seven thousand. This was one of the times when when, when they were saying like, listen. It was a. It was she was the. um it was a hot girls versus city girls. They were saying like she's such a huge star and huge whatever. It might seem like hate because I get it. We're in the era of we are. We need to uplift and protect our black women. But when are we going to actually talk about some facts? She's. But not you put them it.
2: against each other. I think that's what it is. It'd be okay. one thing if you were like, you know what. Pink Friday is this nothing? It's the best. It's the best. She's the best. Nothing compares to it. But then to put them against each other is the problem. And then to go on and talk about men need a Joanna man, you know, like the, their appearance to be able to something like that. You said about. Hold on, on yeah. I I'll
1: clarify, I'll clarify. I clarify. I said, on. I said, in terms of Juana, I mean, because I think the way you just said it might make it seem weird. I said, listen, <laughs> the top women, the new women of rap they wouldn't really compete or qualify to be in the top hundredth of men today. Nikki was a unicorn. And the reason why I compared with Nikki because Nikki had none of the passes that Meg is having. She had none of the passes that even Cardi had. Let's be very clear. Nikki had to really come in here and really had to at least prove herself musically. And of course, yes, she did. You know, this is not for the barbs. So yes, she did follow a blueprint set by 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 um by Little Kim, uh, uh, Little Kim. But when it came to
0: music, she had to go toe to toe with. She was girl. hard. She was uh, she was she with Drake laugh. and Wayne. And she was hard. Yeah, no doubt about it. No, no one could take anything away from Nicki Minaj. I guess the question would be, why does Megan have to be compared to Nicki Minaj? Why can't Meg just be Meg? Why can't Cardi just be Cardi? Like, why are we comparing them to who I think? is probably the greatest, most accomplished female MC of all time. Because as we all know, listen, women coming up in rap, is, it's super hard.
1: It is. Mm-hmm. Super hard. And I think we're looking at how Nikki came up, and we're looking at these other artists who are coming up that seem to be getting passes that she never got. You think if Nikki, if it was known universally that Nikki's biggest song was written by somebody else, we'd be like, ah, it's cool. Let's go. If Monsterverse was written by somebody, it to be like, oh no, she can still, no, eliminate it. And maybe it's a change in other guards and changing of the time. Well,
0: but- well, it has changed a lot though. And the one reason why it's changed is because I think there are fewer rap purists than there used to be. So in the time that Nikki was coming up, Nikki was coming up and she was, if we look at who was right next to her, it was Wayne and Drake, the Titans of that. Well, Drake was still on the come up, but Wayne certainly was like, Young Money was mm-hmm. the hottest crew. And then she was messing around with Kanye West and all of those guys like that. Well, now everything is a little bit different, right? Even even with Drake, there's been some talk. Everybody knows the talk about Drake and reference tracks and all of that stuff like that. So it's all a little bit different. So I don't think the standard is quite the same. That might be another reason why maybe you don't compare them. Okay. You, you are you are right somewhat with that. But
1: going back to even... um. Um, Meg, mm-hmm. I guess my my objection with her rise to where she's at is that she's been carried... Listen, I'm in the media. I know when the media has selected a darling, whether male or female, and uh-huh. said, he want that person to win. And I know also when the PR team is behind it and sa- and they're crafting it like, you gotta want this girl to win. And I also know when the label is saying, Hey, that's gonna be the primary angle rather than the music. Not saying her music is bad. I've never ever said her music is bad. I do actually think she could rap, but she can rap in, her ass off. In that's in, a in lot his, of rapping. Yeah, in the first <laughs> span of a year and a half, we've mm-hmm. seen her rise to a level that I'm looking at. I'm looking at everybody to say, is everyone? Are we gonna all act like this is all music, or we're we gonna just be but, honest? But but this I think honest, I, man, but I,
0: honesty. But I, I, is that the narrative it's has... It's the whole package. It's, I know, but I think that that's like, if we talk about it... That's not I, a package. But wait, but wait a second. If we talk about like she, everybody, a lot of people though, part of everything, I, even Cardi, part of her superstardom, she got bangers, don't get me wrong. Yep. Part of her superstardom now, a lot of guys, part of their superstardom now is the fact that she was able to brand herself, the whole drive-the-boat thing, all of my hotties, the performances, all of that, it's all in the same thing. You don't think that that was organic? I feel like Meg came up and it was very organic. First time I saw her was in a freestyle, maybe like three years ago. And for a while, she was just kind of there and then she just kind of built up. Okay. Uh, and I, and, and I'll, I'm going to give you that somewhat, but
1: then I'm going to stop at 2020. Because you know what? 2020? 2020. It, 2020 was when the Tory Lanez thing happened and the narrative changed. We need to protect her. And protecting her also meant promoter. And also promoting her means we now need to look at her in a different realm because she's a victim. Again, I have all sympathy for her in that situation. I don't know exactly what happened. But what I do know when I'm speaking objectively about rap, that doesn't matter. Huh? You all you agree think, with that? I know. No, well, I, 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 I so, so wait, when she gets awards and gets uh, and gets nominated for awards that little baby is shunned from, Roddy Rich is shunned from. Keep in mind, these are the artists who sold the most. They dropped projects that outdid hers. There's nothing. You can't tell me that she rats better than them. You can't tell me she outperformed them. There's nothing you could say, except maybe probably throw up the, the Beyonce-assisted, you know, uh, remix of um, Savage. And cool. Wop. Yeah.
0: That went number and, one. And Wop. And why? It's a big Aren't record. Aren't you talking about how popular <laughs> music I mean, come on. It, I, Wait a minute. That's a no, big explain record. Ah, a record. Explain your reaction. Explain his reaction. That's, that's a big played. record. Huh? Stop! <laughs> no, that, uh, you, that's <laughs> your <laughs>
2: argument. You were the one talking about records sold.
0: That was a big record.
1: What? Hold on, You're right. No, no, I am. I am. And I'm talking about everything in totality. Right. You're right. Little Baby never had a number one record. Right? She was on number one record. And also she had a remix with Beyonce that went number one. Right. Great. But when we think about music, her albums wasn't critically acclaimed. Her albums didn't sell as well as Lil Baby. She didn't have a run like Lil Baby. It felt like a robbery. And honestly, that's not the, that's not something where I'm like on on like I'm just on the fringe of society. No, 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 no. A, a lot, lot of people felt that way. way.
0: A lot of people felt that way. A lot. I mean, look. I mean, look. I think what I think is, you know, Meg. Well, first of all, before I even get into what I think, am, are, are you saying that you think that Meg or Meg's team or anybody else is using what happened between her and Tory Lanes to push her career? That's exactly yes! what he said. <laughs> of course,
2: but he, I, I don't know how you could say that because yes, Meg got a lot of people sympathize with what happened to her, but she also got ripped as well. A lot of people didn't look at her as a victim. So to say that all the the attention surrounding that was positive, people dogged Meg for for that talking on that situation. So I don't know why you would say that she's using what happened to her to boost her popularity. I don't think that's fair. I think there was a lot of attention surrounding it. It was a big story. But to say that she was using that situation, which we saw her get emotional about, she was shot in both feet. I don't understand how you can say that she did that... Per- almost as if she did it purposely to promote her career.
1: No, I don't think that situation, again, I don't know what happened at that situation in, in this situation, but I think that her, her and her team definitely looked towards that situation to, I, I won't necessarily say a rebrand, but definitely promote her career.
2: You and don't know I, what happened, I, I, but you know that her team was doing that.
1: No, of course. By the way, I know what both teams was doing because you know, I'm in the media. I see how they send things out. I see how they're both... A pro- Listen, the media's look on things, you could tell how people are trying to spin things. The media is a spin cycle. Hey, if I did something wrong, but I want to look, be looked at as a victim, I'm going to throw out a story that probably is going to be preemptive to the story you're seeing, that you could be like, oh, but wait, we got to look at that. I know how that works. I'm not saying that she just like created this thing to you know be sympathetic, but once it happened, I know her team started to look like, what is the way that we could capitalize off it? Now, am I, is that wrong if she did, right? I believe she did. Is that wrong if she did? Not necessarily, but it is on the people who are knowledgeable and who are going to be honest with the people in the audience, like myself, that's kind of behind the veil and also in that media realm to call it. Just huh. like when Tori is trying to be a little bit deceptive or trying to like, you know, Act like whatever you're supposed. To, we're supposed to call that too. We're not mm. supposed to play favorites. It doesn't matter, male or female.
0: We got to call it like it is. That's mm. where I do. All right. Speaking of that, um, do you feel like hip hop media is honest about the artists anymore? Do you feel? Oh, who are the guys or the the women or the people in hip hop media that you still feel like give honest? Who would be willing to say their opinion if it was what you just said? Are, have we gone to a point to where everybody's too buddy buddy and everybody has relationships? Or are there still people out there that keep it all the way 100? There's nobody out there that keeps
1: it 100 about everything. There's Sorry. some people that keep it 100 about people they don't really know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I don't really know that dude like that. So let me call like it is. But if you know him, it's a little bit different. Um, I, I think hip hop media these days and really just a lot of the industry like, hey, listen. We're gonna rock with whoever we're cool with. You know, like we're seeing agendas being so um ever present in just how things are put across and spun. Right? Like again, we could cosign or ag- ignore, right? Because sometimes you're not cosigning, you're just ignoring Tory Lanez in his situation with Meg. DSPs have chosen to not include him in any editorial playlist. He's deemed as someone who, because again, culturally, which I agree with, if you are an abuser to women, we shouldn't be trying to give you passes. Like, don't ever think I'm saying otherwise, right? However, it's not uniform. There's mad other people. Yo, Roddy Rich caught a case. We love Roddy Rich, But you know what? They buried that. That's what the media does. That's what a good PR team does. He called a case of Van. You know, you worked at TMZ. Don't look at me like that. You know, I what? I'm not
2: familiar with this. Oh, uh,
1: see, oh, uh, we not
2: well. Uh, well
1: uh, what would he do? I'm not, also not, not, not no, a no, big no, no, Righty what? Rich what? fan. So no, what? What? fabulous, I mean, yo, we all love Fab F A B O. Listen, man, he punched out his cross teeth. That was none of my. I business. haven't forgotten that. Good. If y'all, if y'all hear so into you the remix, come on, y'all won't bump it, and to keep it real, like, come on, now. really, you're not gonna bump that.
2: No, I'm not. Really, it's not on my playlist anymore because of that situation. Yes.
1: Okay. All right. Well, well. That's I, rem- where-
2: I will never forget that. Seeing okay. that, yes.
1: Okay. Now, ca- but I'm ca- not
2: everybody. That's just me.
1: Right, okay. You're right.
2: As a whole, most people are still going to listen to them.
1: Okay. So so then let me um, let me throw it in the other way around. If it's a story where there has been a artist that happens to be a female that's been abusive to a male, are you going to take the same stance? Like, I can't listen to her.
2: Yeah. What? You what? Th- you're saying I'm just favoring women because it's women? No, it's a, vi- it's a victim.
1: I, th- I, think, I think societal codes, um, and definitely industry codes, we usually penalize. Yeah. I'll be I, 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 I mean, honest with you. The
0: dude we kill. The female, well, like, well, we're like. I, well, well, there's a power, but they, like, look, there's a, this is like a, a college argument, right? These are like, like, there's a high school, this is like, there's a power matrix there, right? Sure. So, personally, for me, and this might not make sense to a lot of people that are listening to this, but girl gets mad, slaps her guy. I, I mean, look, it, it, she shouldn't do it. Guy gets mad, slaps his woman, that nigga had to low down. Like it's it's not the same. There's a physical strength difference, there's sure. a power different, there's a societal power matrix difference, there's all kinds of differences right there. And I don't think those two things are as are correlate as much as people say they do sometimes when they want to be in these Twitter arguments. Okay, but but all right, let's just ask this is again a question of fairness, right? Right. Okay.
1: Um, Rachel, would you listen to Solange? Yeah. Solange was caught on. Oh yeah, she sure 40 did, didn't she? <laughs> <40 laughs> <40 laughs> like
0: a rabbit. Not beast. that that's
2: funny. I just totally to forgot wait, about no, wait, that situation. Wait,
0: wait, it's not. But look, but you <laughs> know what? You know, hey, but you know what? I'll be honest with you. When that whole situation happened, and because that was at TMZ and everybody was watching it, and they were like, "Yo, yo, yo," everybody's making jokes. I was like, "What's so funny?" It's a family in crisis and she feels like she she's putting them hands on, on Jay-Z. I'm not saying that we didn't make fun of it. Everybody looked at it and laughed. But it didn't seem like in that situation, at, that Jay was in danger.
2: No, it seemed like it, she it was... Didn't,
0: it didn't seem yeah. like Jay was in I'm danger. I you think... think that Jay-Z no, was in danger, some <laughs> <from>, Come on! <laughs>
1: <laughs> not necessarily in danger. I think he exhibited great restraint. Of course! I don't think most of the times, even if it's a retalii- retaliatory action, dudes feel like some some dudes are just quick, like they're hot, like they're quick tempered. You know what I mean? So, like, hey, some shit like that, they might just overreact. But that overreaction, you're gonna be the person to be blamed whether you did it first or you initiated the contact first. That's what I mean. But but we also I just feel like we we got to we have to be a little bit fair because van, you're admitting that, hey, listen. It wasn't cool, but we we're all laughing. But there's zero penalty. There's well, zero. Penalty. What, I mean, what, what, I mean, what is the penalty? What, What's the penalty for Tory? We've never seen a video. We've heard opposite statements. Tory
0: said, "I didn't do this." Meg said, "You did this." Okay, we have two people are disagreeing. So, so it, it, but here's the thing, though. First of all, two people are disagreeing. There is one truth, and hopefully, we'll get to that one truth. Right? I think comparing the Tory. Meg's situation to the Jay situation is a total false equivalency just because of the fact that a gun is involved. So, yeah, she got shot, right? So if a gun is involved, then it's only luck that somebody's not dead. And if you put a woman, if you put anybody, but especially a black woman in a position where her life is in danger, then you're not going to have much oxygen out of here and you fucking shouldn't. Now, the reality is that Tory says he didn't do it. There is a there's not just a lie in this in these stories somewhere. There's a fucking gigantic lie. Somebody is lying huge. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that for me right now, it's hard for me not to believe. It's hard for me to believe she would make that up. It's just very difficult for me to believe that know. she would make that up. How'd she get shot? Well,
1: again, there was there was three other people there at the scene. She said, The one, one was driving her. the car. Again. So he might have done it. I'm just saying, I'm gonna wait. I like it, it, in, in social media these days, just saying that, yo, I'm gonna wait. Give me five minutes to rush to judgment. Nah, you're entitled to that. But but also,
2: five uh, minutes is up. This
1: point this, this 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 rapper definitely obviously is the biggest Tory. But you know me, I'm one of those you know little scavengers. I'm gonna scour you know the the shade room comments and the Hollywood Unlocked and the Ball <laughs> Alerts. I'm gonna I, I wanna I wanna gain you know consensus opinion right. There was an artist, and I'll get her if I get I'll get her name. If you guys don't know, there's an artist from Chicago who shot her boyfriend. I know who she. I know who you're talking okay. about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Universally, when that was posted you on, know people the, said the that, reaction. What? What? What that did he nigga do? I cheating. <laughs> right. What did he do?
2: Oh, he was cheating. That's what it was. <laughs> oh. Look at look
0: at Rachel. Look at Rachel. No, look I don't. know. I've never even heard the story. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, it was. I'm genuinely
2: like, asking. I'm like, I oh, is that the, it, what the reason
0: was? It, no, it was,
2: I'm asking. The I have reaction,
0: no idea. I've never the heard The reaction true. on but Twitter. Allegedly, she thought she, he was like cheating or something like that. That's
2: never okay.
0: Never okay. The reaction <laughs> like, on Twitter, okay. I, I'll say this. I would reaction, never agree with that. The reaction on Twitter was a lot different than it was from the Tory Meg situation. Also, there's a difference in celebrity there. There's other things that are going on. I want to actually move off that real quick and ask you about yourself. One of the most entertaining things that you do, and it is entertaining. It, it, it What? What? No, no. What? What is is like when you go on these rants? Yeah, you always "quote unquote" violating people. You got a lot of beefs, bro. You <laughs> I, like you got a lot of. Come on, act. You got yeah. a lot of beefs. You like, always. I, I have a lot of beefs. Right, you got a it's lot all of. All I saw
2: when I when I did a deep dive. You got dive
0: you <laughs> got beefs with podcasters. You got beefs with rappers. You got beefs with hosts. You got beefs. Do, do you think right now that first of all, a lot of people think that. You have these beefs and you're doing all of this stuff because a friend of yours, Takashi 69 was very, very successful doing it. A lot of people think that he's influenced you to kind of violate people and bark on people and troll people. And that's why you're doing this now. Like, are you going to stop beefing? And what do you say to people who think you're just trying to be like (laughs) 6ix9ine?
1: That it, This sounds absolutely laughable, but uh, no. And, and it's not necessarily beefing. Um, right. You know, I've found myself and I've started to term myself as the defender of media. I feel media has been too pussy. I'm sorry. I just feel like media <laughs> allow artists to step over them, PR people to step over them, people with any type of advertisement power to completely just do whatever they want with them. And when it comes to hip-hop media, like historically artists have just been able to dictate and tell a hip hop publication how to move and operate when it comes to them. Hey, post me like this, do that, do this, do that. Hey, I don't like this. I'm not going to give you an interview. So, Hey, you're going to have to retract it for me to come in. I think that we're just in a different age. We're like outlets like this, outlets like the many other podcasts and just like, you know, people being able to just turn on a camera, turn on a microphone and be able to express their own opinion. That you don't have to be working for Double XL The Source, or Hot New Hip Hop, or whoever else that's these conglomerates that do rely on these relationships. And you can just be yourself and be honest, right? So, of course, now when the, the, the power gets shifted from those entities, artists feel vulnerable. And this is where I come in, where you call it beef. Because all of these things I'm responding to, an artist saying something about my platform, I have to respond to it. I'm a businessman. Right, an artist saying something about how I do media. If I feel I'm being fair, I have to respond to it. Now, I will be honest, and I've always said this: my tone. <laughs> this
0: <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know when you're going in on people, you go <laughs> in on there and you and you you started saying the man, gulliest, man. grimiest shit. Man. I've studied all the radio legends.
4: <laughs> start. Like
0: who? Like who? <laughs> Who, who who have you studied that 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 makes you that makes you go like that like who are the guys that you study and look up to star charlemagne wendy mm.
1: like th- th- that's a that's a little trio right there you know how they get down <laughs> right <But> like <clears throat> sway i mean i i've I've been such a fan of just media personalities that I've always been in the belief that media la- outlasts every artist, so I've never been the person to just hey submit or just be like. Hey, I'm just gonna do whatever to be in your favor. I'm like, hey, listen, I've worked pretty hard independently to get my platform up to where I'm at. I'm not trying to, you know, be going back and forth with you. But if we are at a disagreement, you're not gonna get me to coward you because you're an artist. Your shelf life is like three, four years. <laughs> like I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something that's 20 to 50 years. You think I'm gonna be over here, like just cowering down to some guy who, like, you might be done. And, the, like, these artists are in and out. So, again, I'm defending my brand. And also, I've, always, I've also said to people, here's the thing. In media, I ain't never seen Harvey Levin ha- got to, like, defend TMZ. But, again, he's white. You get me? He's white. Mm-hmm. He don't got to defend that big conglomerate.
0: He, cause, also, cause- he also doesn't have to worry about his safety. He goes wherever he wants to go, says wherever he wants to say, nobody presses him. <laughs> He runs any story. He'll put a picture of the moment you died
1: on the yeah. website. And people will be mad. They won't even be mad at him. Yo, act, why you post that picture that Harvey got from the nigga who was supposed to be giving him, like, mouth to mouth? Why'd you post it?
0: And I'm like, what the, wait, you didn't, see, oh, okay, I get it. But you think that you're, but you're, people would look at that. And, I, you know, I worked there. People would look at that. They judge you differently because they look at you as being from the same culture. Right. So because you're from the same culture and a lot of people will talk about that with your platform because you're I mean, they just say it, you know, whether or not it's fair or not. But because you're from the same culture, they expect more from you. And I think we go through that a lot, you know, on every level,
1: like you you guys are, you know, black media members and Mm -hmm. obviously you operate in a realm where there's expectations from your culture, but then you feel a due diligence to pretty much just doing your job and honestly there are times that i make th- there's discretionary calls absolutely right but you have to also do your job you have to hmm. and i find myself most of the times like you know for example <clears throat> i'll give you quick real quick six nine medicine king Mod recently i said that on clubhouse disgusting i've made it clear I am not a fan of that. And also because of the proximity in which people relate me and him. And because I had a good relationship with not only Von Von's management and actually his family, I've sent many well wishes to. That's not something that would be reposted or regurgitated on my platform. I make a stand. So there are discretionary things. The thing with black media, and that's what we get a lot with with artists. People will go on e-news and spill the tea. They'll tell everything. It's a tell-all book when they get on 60 Minutes. When they're on their own platforms or platforms that support them to get to that point, if you post anything that they don't like, fuck that platform. They, like, they get real personal. Because they, it, in, I like to call it, the celebs who, who be on some nigga shit, they like to treat black media as their publicists, not actually as business. And that's very important. They expect you to filter out, oh, this doesn't make them look good. I'm not putting it up. And honestly, if you're really going to be media, you can't really always be, you know, uh, um, picking and choosing like that.
2: Only last question I would ask you is, a lot of people, and this kind of piggybacks off what Van was saying, a lot of people feel like with what you do and the way you present yourself, and I know you kind of had this beef, speaking of another beef, with me, that you don't do anything that positively contributes to the culture. Why would you say that that's not true?
1: Um, so th- th- that is a fair point to bring up. But then I-, I also then look at it to say, who's the people saying that? And what would they consider as, you know, positive contributions, right? You know, like me and Meek, we had that conversation. And he was like, yo, you don't really contribute anything to the culture without being big-headed and arrogant, which I don't want to be, Um, and I I could sit here and name probably 10 to 20 artists who I've, my platform have supported them as they've came up that has helped them turn into stars or given them a career that they've fed their own families and, you know, been able to do more. But also, you know, like, we've definitely tried to, um, especially in the position, like, it took a while for me to get to this place, like, Four years ago, I'm still scrapping. Right now, I'm very comfortable. And you know, I've you know, I spoke with I spoke with uh, um Taylor Bennett, which is Chance Rapper's brother, for initiatives that we could you know contribute back to Chicago. Chicago is a place that you know my platform has definitely been interested in, and we've covered in a lot of ways.
0: And you know, there's you know, caught some heat from cost some heat for it. Yeah, some of the way you covered Chicago before,
1: mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I'm uh, in in the. If you look at the the media members these days or media owners, like I'm still pretty young, so I'm like, hey, I'm trying to learn, and in that, I'm trying to like give back. So, like for example, talk to him about initiatives where we could, you know, focus and get back on get back to Chicago. You know, um, Inglewood Barbie, one of the people who you know I met off ironically Clubhouse, where I got suggested through Clubhouse. You know, I donated f- for their Christmas fund. There's a bunch of stuff. Up- Otherwise coming up, I got an announcement about, you know, a a foundation that's coming, that's from us. And it's like, yo these things are coming, but like, I feel like the people who say that without even, they won't even listen to what I just said. And what I'm trying to do and about to do, they don't want to give you no credit anyways. You know what I mean? So, So really I'm trying to do it for honestly, just, you know, the places and the people who have really inspired and helped
0: our platform even get to the point that we're at. So, mm-hmm. so I got Rachel's got to go. I got a couple more questions for you. Uh, yo, right. yo, listen, yo, come in hot.
2: <laughs> it's, I'm with I, it. I, I, I have to go. I'm sorry. It is so great to talk to you, though. you are hey, a I'm lot of fun. You,
1: Rachel, like, listen, hey, listen. I, 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 I seen there was some noise about you. I don't know who. You want to talk about it? I don't know what to talk
0: about it, but I'm rocking with you. Whatever it is, I'm rocking with you. Thank you. <laughs> I
2: appreciate so, it. So.
0: So a lot of, so you, your platform has been going on for, when you start? You started like 2012, 2011. 2011. On, the, 2011 on the internet. But a lot of people came to know you even more because you had probably the biggest hip-hop show on at that time, um, at least kind of visually, you know what I mean? Obviously, The Breakfast Club is a radio show and they were, they're still, they're huge and they remain fucking ginormous. But as far like, as hip-hop... Like caveats, we love Struggle, man. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, nigga. Uh, <laughs> shut up, nigga. But, <laughs> but you guys at Everyday Struggle, it was a phenomenon, right? Yeah. You're no longer with Complex, where that show was. Mm-hmm. Joe is doing his thing independently now. Yep. Do you ever... Is there any chance that we'll see you and Joe do some iteration of Everyday Struggle again? We got to do
1: something. And I, I think, you know... What Everyday Show was was a conversation between generations because you know there used to be a thought within the culture that yo once niggas hit like about like thirty five we don't they don't even exist and I think that was proven false by not only podcasts popping up but just by like entertainers having a longer shelf lives shelf lives like just in this culture it's like yeah people who are older who grew up on hip hop they still will care about hip hop so you know um. It, At first, we saw it manifest with them, with people just kind of saying, hey, listen, yo, who are these like motherfucking like little blonde here, you know, uh, colored here motherfuckers who are coming into the culture? And why isn't the history being respected? history of hip hop is really important. The respect of it and how, you know, the, the elders see the younger folks and the younger folks even see the elders. That's been an ongoing conversation. That's why Everyday Struggle was was really great it's still going to be great because that conversation still needs to happen. And as we keep going on, like, as as long as rappers keep saying people are getting old, conversation has to happen between generations. Because if you don't have conversation, you're going to repeat
0: the same mistakes that the last generation did. And you think that you and him will come back and do another show like that at some point? I don't know what the format of it will be, but we'll do something. Right.
1: Like, I'm 100% I'm positive of that. I feel like that's something that's another... This breath of fresh air and just like uh, it, it's it's gonna shake shit up again,
0: but f- for for the better I think, right? So we 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 briefly talked about six nine and you you've been very closely linked to him. Be real, the fucking six nine thing has gone too far now, hasn't it? Like it, it at the point, so it's at this point. It's not funny anymore. I remember when the when the kid was running around and he was doing this thing. We covered him a lot at TMZ. Now, you know, it's a bunch of motherfuckers in jail. You know, he's on live telling people their 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 homeboys, their brothers, whatever, suck my dick, rest and piss. It's not it, at this point, and he's even all of the stuff that he's kicking up with these other guys, putting him in the crosshairs. Almost like he trying to make them do something, you don't think that this has gone too far now? That, like, this it, it's not funny, it's not funny anymore, it's, like, serious now, right? <clears throat> so, now I agree, I agree, so, I agree
1: in part. So, like, I do think it's, and I've told him this, I'm like, it's. it doesn't seem as funny as it did before, it just seems, even coming from him, it seems like angriness and bitterness. And, I do think people want to see like, like whether what you want to believe it or not, Van, the majority of hip-hop are kids not from that environment. Of which, course. Like, so, so they love the trolling. They
0: love right. all of that stuff. They, they like it because they they like it because it makes them feel emboldened because they see him. For a lot of people in America, 6ix9ine is their avatar because really, for lack of a better word, he sees these guys and be like, oh man, these niggas not so tough. Look how he's talking to them. And if you from the middle, middle America somewhere, that makes you that puts a battery in your back. Like you got a mascot. Yeah. But here's the thing it's
1: better if it's funny. Because at least when it's funny, like it's a bunch of skits. You know, it's a bunch of like yo laughable moments where most of these kids won't ever do that. But they feel they're they're like that's a representative and whatever. I do think right now, you know he has to he has to either make it lighthearted or if it keeps being like that it's potentially going to lead to another downfall you know because again truth be told like for example the meek mill situation i thought meek did the right thing but i think that he did the wrong thing before the wrong thing he did before was don't go on social media and say when you see him you're going to do something because truth be told he's going to be right. with a bunch of bunch of cops a bunch of security and if you're a rapper of any type of worth, you should be too. You're not going to shoot him. You're not going to fight him. Nothing's going to happen. And you know what's going to happen? When nothing happens, and he's, a ex, he's like a comedian. He knows how to work an audience. Everybody's going to look at it and say, yo, Meek Mill ain't the guy we thought he was. If Meek had just said from the get-go, I want no parts with this guy. But here's the thing, you know, it, the, the whole Meek thing, It's super complicated because I do think Meek has some things within himself that allow him to feed into that. Look at Dirk. Dirk doesn't. Dirk doesn't do it. There's other rappers who are prospering who don't do it. Why does Meek Mill, the person who's on the front line for prison reforms, who just got out of jail after he was incarcerated for popping a wheelie, why is he entertaining the guy who literally everyone's calling the police? Why would he do it? I just don't. Th- I I personally think he's the dumbest rapper like in hip hop. I ain't going Shut up, bro. <laughs> you about about you ain't about to... Man. I'm serious, <laughs> man. Shut the. F- you about about it. Man, uh, shut up,
0: dog. But man,
1: you can't you can't rationalize that with me. It if wasn't the best move, of-
0: but you can't say this man is the dumbest rapper in hip hop. Act. See, years. that's the type of shit right there. Man, that see, the that's the type of shit. In Forty years. That's <laughs> the that's the type of shit right there. Like you did. Anyway, off that. Like, Go ahead. All right. So literally two more questions. One, um, if six nine continues like this the way he's going right now, do you think he sees thirty years old?
1: <sighs> I want to say yes, but I think every day. And the reason and let me explain why I'm saying I would say yes, right? because truth be told as much as the internet sees, let me tell you this and I've, I know this for example I know this from experience and I don't know if you know this from experience. most of these rappers rapping about murder, murder, kill, kill, they have their agent, the publicist, hired security, and police with them. They're not doing that, okay? so if you run into a rapper other than some entourage, they're not doing that, right? He's not out everywhere where he's accessible. Okay? He's probably looking for moments. So he's going to bump into other rappers. I don't see a, no, like, a rapper of any type of notoriety shooting him or doing anything to him. He's not going to be out there that niggas are going to do a drive-by on him. You get me? Here's the thing. There's somebody who's thirsty to be around Meek Mill that knows, hey, Meek is getting embarrassed by this kid. I'm going to do some dumb shit. And that's where the problem lies, you know? And and that's something you can never predict. That's something that even if you have security 23 hours a day, that one hour you're like, hey, I'm just going to do whatever. You never know. We saw what happened to X, even though X was not nearly as toxic. So I can't answer that. But if, if I only had to judge off his actions, I would say this is not someone who's planning to live a long life. Because I wouldn't do that. Nice. And I've cautioned him on that. And truth be told, I, and, 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 and this part needs to be also highlighted because you know what happens? If something happens to him, they're going to be like, yo, act, why you ain't stop him? Right. Tell him like every day. Truthfully, he's addicted to the shit that he's doing now. I've told him, yo, he has every car known to man. Every different color. He has so much. He came home with $20 million. I told him, go chill out. Right. He's someone who is obsessed with being the number one topic of conversation, which I believe is very dangerous.
0: Dangerous. Huh. That's how so, talking. all right. Drake's drops later on this summer. This is the last question. We're going to let you go. We appreciate you being here. Drake drops later on this summer or maybe the spring, depending on who you believe. Charlemagne thinks, he said this on The Breakfast Club, that um, Drake is up against it right now. He seems to think that Lil Baby is the hottest right now and that uh, Drake needs a smash hit, ridiculous, crazy album, ridiculous, crazy songs to reestablish himself as the hottest rapper in the game. As far as I know, I saw Drake drop a couple of times last year and both singles went to number one. So if he cold, he is the hottest cold that has ever existed in life, right? Do you think that, but, you know, Sean's not the only one that said this. Do you think that that's, do you think something similar? Do you think that Drake's reputation as the number one rapper in the game phenomenon that he's been is on the line with Certified Lover
1: Um, Yeah, I love Charlamagne. Sean my guy. You know, someone who's definitely served as a mentor for me, but, Charlemagne, I think he's missing the fact that Drake has been, and by the way, Drake has graduated with Masters. Actually, Graduate graduated with a doctorate from the school of Jay-Z and being able to live through turmoil. And when I mean turmoil, it could be people challenging the crown, people coming at him, all of that. You know, I think he learned that from Jay, right? Um, We saw there was was multiple times that he had to do this before. Maybe not before with little Baby, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be fine. He did this before with Future. You know what he did? He put his hand around Future. The future, what's up? Let's do a tape together. You know what? Your your wave is going to be like future in 2015 is not future in 2020. Drake in 2014 is Drake in 2020. Remember that, right? Mm-hmm. He outlasted that wave. Now Lil Baby is upon us, right? I think he's equipped with, I don't think he's necessarily, oh, a great album or not. I think it's how he plays Lil Baby's wave. Drake, at this point, just has that big homie status where, like, yo he needs to... I, you know, I said Meek should do this, but Drake might do this. Just do a tape with Baby or something like that. Again, to last 10 years is amazing. But all you... But if I'm Drake, all I gotta do is Baby's wave gonna last three years or two years. Actually, I'm gonna say two more because he's already into one. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is put your hand around him. That's what you got to do. <laughs> I think Drake rocks him to sleep. Mm-hmm. Outlast, outlast the shit. And he'll drop an album. You might not call it the best he's ever dropped, but you will call it serviceable enough and it'll have that one joint on it that says, what the fuck was I thinking? Word.
0: So, you pod or what? Podcast coming? We'll plug something before you go. Tell everybody where they can find you and get, because it's a lot of people. We got a crossover type audience here. It's a lot of people. This is the first time they're going to hear you, and they're going to be pissed off. A lot of people are going to be pissed off, but some people might want to know where they can find more. Like, tell, tell us what you got coming up. Find me in the streets, not black. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the one place you don't be, nigga. That's the one place. Oh, that's man, the one place you me. don't be. Man, stop it! You got to stop these false
1: narratives. No, but, uh, listen, hey, you can find me on my on oh, my native platforms, whether it's my mm-hmm. YouTube, my Instagram, my Twitch. Um, there's a podcast coming soon. Word up. Uh, I hope that Van will be returning the favor. Of course, they pop up on you know my uh, podcast, but um, you know. Van, just overall, I just want to say yo, 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 thank you for always, you know, you showed me love in person and also, you know, when we haven't been been in person, just like you'll call me about everything. Uh, when I went to L.A., you definitely showed me love. So I really appreciate you. And that's why, you know, I, I don't even, you know, I don't do the last podcast that is before this was Brilliant Idiots two years ago. Damn. Yeah. So you don't you don't like to you like to ask these questions, but you don't like to fucking answer them, do you? No, no, I don't mind answering them. It's just that like I've I've turned into the person who says, "Listen, I talk all that shit, but if you want to catch it, come to me." <laughs> Word up? I feel you. <laughs>
0: I feel you. I right. love him I love I hate them. That's the homie, DJ Academics. Um, when the podcast, you know when the podcast is coming. You got any date? You got any platform? Or you still what? We like uh. <sighs> I wish I could make an announcement right now, but
1: nah, it's, it, listen, it's it's on the way. It's on the way. I, I feel I feel like, you know, when the rappers who about to drop some shit but they ain't really about to drop some shit. Like, they literally right. they about to create the first song tomorrow but they be like, yo, it's on the way? But right. yeah, no, no, seriously, it's it's on the way. I, I've been waiting, and by the way, I've loved, I love to see what you did with your platform and like your <laughs> podcast because I'm like, yo, damn, Van is killing it in the podcast space. You know, I never used to believe in podcasts at first. Right. Like, I used to be the guy who says, yo, at least for me, I have a very young audience. So I'm like, yo, their attention span, they don't want to hear no goddamn hour of nothing. But truth be told, as audio and just content has developed over the years, they want longer form content as long as it's talking about shit they want. They care about, yeah. 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 So again, it's
0: coming soon. Van, Van going to be one of my, my first 10 guests. He's I'm not, into it. Wait, wait, he was, he was going to say first guess, but then he remembered. He probably got to have Uzi or one of these other little motherfuckers with some shit growing out their head on the goddamn motherfucking podcast. All right. At, appreciate you, bro. Uh, keep doing your thing. Thank you for joining us today on Higher Learning, man.
3: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with $25,000
4: Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash! Just pull apart with your hands and
3: marvel in the nooks and crannies' splendor, for each one is unique like a snowflake. <laughs> Thomas's, huzzah! A toast to breakfast. All right, yeah, what? That's
0: that? I mean. He well, was like, <laughs> I feel like I had
2: to come in hot. You know what I mean? No, I you I I I'll be honest. Obviously, his name is, is something that I'm familiar with, but I'm not familiar with every single thing he's attached to. So right. as I was doing a deep dive, I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean wow. he's got
0: his opinions. He's got But
2: he stands his by him. Opinions just, stands
0: on his shit. I give him that. Stands on his shit. Shout out to him. Um now, I don't know if you saw this. Warner Brothers is rebooting Superman with Tanaheise Coates. What? Your, your, what are you?
2: Go ahead. No, go ahead. What's wrong? What's the <laughs> matter? You
0: don't Nothing. know the story. Ta-Nehisi Coates. Come on. Ta-Nehisi Coates. Uh, Ta-Nehisi? Ta-Nehisi. Ta-Nehisi. ta Coates is writing it. J.J. Abrams is producing. Now, here's the thing about J.J. Abrams. One day I hope to work with J.J. Abrams, right? I, d- okay. I definitely do. The reality is that I have to alert people to something. J.J. Abrams wrote one of the worst Superman scripts ever. Ever. Never got produced. Ever. Horrible. Like, it's legendary without the nerds. J.J. Abrams is a genius, but in nerd lore, the J.J. Abrams Superman script from back in the day was horrible. Okay? We, people hated it. Now, they're rebooting this, and there's some talk that Michael B. Jordan Mm -hmm. could be replacing Henry Cavill as Superman.
2: Now, would this be just for this film or would he continue, you know, like would he, Henry's done and Uh, it's all Michael?
4: Because that's what
2: I would want to see, right? I don't want him to just be in it because somebody black is behind it. If you're going to give him the role, let's let him continue.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, they they were talking to Michael B. Jordan. I think a year, a year ago, year or two ago. I saw ago. that
2: he had like pitched this before.
0: Yeah, yeah. To to be uh the black the black Superman or Superman, he's just going to be Superman. He's not going to be the black Superman. He's you going said to play Kal El from uh Kal from the the planet Krypton. Uh, yeah, but I think he would be from
2: who from the planet Krypton?
0: Kal El. Is what?
2: that Superman's real name?
0: Yo, man, you gotta be fucking no, kidding me! No, I'm not kidding, kidding you. You
1: gotta be. No,
2: I'm not kidding me. Just everybody, uh, Trudy. Do you know? Did you know Superman's real name? Yes, I used to watch Smallville. Yeah, I did. You, you That's gotta like, no. be joking I, with if me. If I've never read a comic book, if I've never seen a Superman movie, if I've never watched Smallville, then how can you tell Rachel. me that I'm supposed to know something?
0: Rachel, what's Batman's real name?
2: I've watched all the Dark Knight series. What's his real name? Uh, Bruce Wayne.
0: Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank because
2: you. I've watched it. There is well, no tell- thank you. Well, well I'm, telling you it's, it's I'm, telling, I'm telling you I've that... It's not because it's common knowledge. i
0: I'm telling you that Superman is a part of Americana.
2: I guess I've just never thought of Superman's real name. He was just... he was see Clark Iron Kent.
0: Man? You ever see Iron Man? Isn't he Clark Kent? You ever see Iron Man? Let's hey, tell me this. I'm wrong.
2: Tell me, I'm wrong. You
0: ever see Iron Man? I don't want to. I, I was focused on Iron Man. You ever see Iron Man? You yes. See Superman's it? not in it. What's Tony? Of course, he's not. It's a different universe. What's 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 Iron Man's real name?
2: Tony Stark.
0: Okay, you know because
2: I've seen it. Okay, but isn't right. it Clark Kent?
0: No, it's not Clark Kent. Clark. Well, then Kent who is, is that? Okay. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Let me. I don't care that you're getting before upset. Before I go into this, I, 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 let me care. compose myself before I do this. Because this is, this is the type of shit that I'm talking about. No, and you know what's going to happen? And you know what's going to happen? When they, when they make I'm this not... movie, when they make this movie, you know who's going to get the interview with Michael B. Jordan and, and fucking J.J. Abrams and a ton of e. C. Coates? <laughs> it's going to be you. And I'm going to be sitting over here like, hey, guys, I watched my first Superman movie and I didn't know that he could fly. But, uh, but so... Never forget so, Bill and Ted. <laughs> never forget Bill and Ted. So here's the thing. Superman. His actual name, so he has two real names. Wow. His his actual name is Kal El. That is his given birth name. Superman, Spell it K A L E L. Kal is oh, his I first name. I feel
2: like name. I've seen that before. L is
0: his second name. He is daughter of. Uh, he's the son of Jor El. Okay? okay. So, too much. Superman is from a planet called Krypton. Krypton. I knew that because of kryptonite. The, kryptonite. There you go. That's why. Okay. I knew okay. I
2: Kryptonite.
0: Okay. Krypton blew up. You knew that, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: They sent Superman to Earth. Okay. Superman uh, is strong because our sun is yellow, and his cells drink in the radiation from a yellow sun, and it makes him a superpower being. On so Krypton, at nighttime,
2: does he lose his powers when no, there's no his,
0: sun? No, because it's he's been out all day long. His cells have the radiation inside of them. Okay. okay? Okay. Okay. And also, that was a know, very ju-
2: logical question. I al- also, you
0: also, you got to relax because the sun is still, you know, just relax. There's still solar radiation coming in. Superman can drink it up. By the way, there have been comic series where they've, like, Lex Luthor has made a red sun. He's put a filter over the sun, and Superman has been depowered. On Krypton, Superman, is just a normal guy. Anyway, so he gets there. The Kent family adopts him. They make his Earth name Clark Kent.
2: Okay. Well, so, that's Superman his, that's Clark his common Kent. name. That's his government name, and that's what yeah. I'm going by. His government, his government is Clark Kent, and I was okay. not wrong in that.
0: All right, all right. I'm triggered, but I'm gonna move on. <laughs> so uh, it's it's okay. You know, I, I didn't come at you. When you are, didn't
2: know Polly.
0: This is the shit.
2: A lot my, of people wrote me and my, said, "Don't let Van take your card away
0: because G, of Polly." My G, my G. There's no there's no realm of reality <laughs> where that Polly character is close. To the saying, pop culture presence. My alike. point is that of you, Superman. Don't, Superman don't
4: you, you don't. Superman. Superman been around 1938.
0: Something. Superman been around 1938. You know what? Probably. But to be honest, there's probably a lot of people out there don't know Superman's real name. Thank probably you. It's probably a Thank lot. Thank you. Kal El from the planet Krypton. It's been around TV and all kinds of stuff. like Kal El is his name. Didn't
2: he come as a baby?
0: Yes. To Earth. He was a baby. So how
2: did he know what his name was?
0: What do you mean? How did he know what his name was? Like wasn't oh. he like a baby? Yeah. So I'll tell you how he knew. So, when he came in the ship, all right, in the ship that he came in, there were also crystals that Jor-El put in with their, with with, mm-hmm, with that, right? Mm-hmm. And the crystals had all of the history of Krypton in them. Got gotcha. you. So, when Superman got to be, you know, old enough, it's a place up north called the Fortress of Solitude. Take a crystal... You go up there, it made a big fortress of solitude, and that's where wow. Superman goes, and he learned about everything
4: okay. that, that
0: happened in Krypton and there's a bunch of different iterations so he he, he learned
2: his name later. I like when you tell me the story better than actually having to like read up on it or right. watch it
0: all right Rachel, what the hell do you think about a black Superman because I'm, I'm i'm over <laughs> it. I'm over it. What do you, I think uh, it's
2: great. There's never been one. If it's going to be anyone, I think it should be Michael B. Jordan. Like I said, I don't want it to be a one and done thing. I want to see him continue as Superman. I think it's yeah. great.
0: I hope the character works as a black guy. I hope it works. Because, what? because to me, a lot of Superman's motivations come from this inherent belief. in like Superman's motto is truth, justice in the American way. Like to oh. me, per, to me personally, it it seems, and you know, Smallville, Kansas, and you, can, it's all these are tweaks, and you can change them. But it seems that that credo, that sort of like mantra, ah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a little harder sometimes if you're if if you're Agreed. black to be, not not They'll to not that it. you not that you don't have the ideals, but to believe in it. To the point to where you put all of that on you. It's just it's an interesting tweak, like because in in, in many in in many ways Superman is the whitest of all superheroes.
2: Absolutely, that I know.
0: Yeah, he's the whitest guy. He's I'm strong.
2: Um, Flys around. By the way,
0: (laughs) Superman has two weaknesses. Kryptonite. Yep. And And Lois Lane. Lane. Lois Lane.
2: Come on now. I'm I'm out here winning the Superman quiz now.
0: you're doing good. I'm not going to lie. You started off fucking terrible.
2: And as you just admitted, most people don't know his real name. But now,
0: but now, Lois Lane, if you want to get to him, get to her. Uh, Yeah, so look, we we touched on it. No, I I do want to bring up one more thing from Batch World, though. What's the girl's name, Taylor? Taylor Nolan. Taylor Nolan. So I've been getting a lot of DMs from people who want us to address uh past tweets that were made by Taylor Nolan. Now tell me who Taylor Nolan is.
2: So Taylor was on the season of the bachelor with me. This was okay. in 2016 aired in 2017. Um she's black and white. She was on the season she was on the infamous two on one. I don't know if you've seen that or whatever but she got into it with another girl. She eventually gets sent home. Um I wasn't close with her on the season. Like, we, she kind of was to herself. I have since become cool with her, I would say, in the last year.
0: Right. Okay. So, some old tweets of Taylor Nolan. Uh, it's Nolan, right?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Of Taylor Nolan came up. And the tweets are pretty bad.
2: They're bad. The, they're, the tweet, they're really
0: the, bad. The, the, the tweets are disgusting. She addressed the tweets mm-hmm. because she's been pretty hard on Chris Harrison, if I'm to remember.
2: On everybody. So, she's been one of the... Other than me, I would say she's been, if not more, very outspoken about all the inequalities and injustices within the franchise. She has been a leading voice for anti-racism.
0: So uh, they were sending the tweets around. I got sent them to me by a bunch of different people, and it's obvious that you know people are they're looking to send these tweets around in order to have a moment where it's exposed that she's some sort of racist or they are sticking it to her, putting it in her face. Um, That, of course, doesn't excuse anything that she said, but that's clearly the motive here. So -hmm. she addressed it, and basically what she said, because I watched the video. Did you watch it?
2: I didn't watch. I, I I can't see it.
0: Right. Basically what she said was that she had said all of those things and she knows that she's wrong, and it didn't take her stepping in it for her to realize that all of those things that she had said in the past and those ways that she had said in the past, the ways that she had felt in the past, were wrong. She has grown over time. And Mm -hmm. and her and who she is now isn't a reflection or reaction to getting called out by something. And she's not apologizing to the people that are weaponizing her past statements against her in order to provide cover for Chris Harrison. She is actually apologizing to the people that believe in her now that might feel a certain way about that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pair, that's me paraphrasing basically what it is she says mm-hmm. as I understand it. What do you think about that?
2: Well, I think people are very upset and shocked and disappointed. I mean, I'll throw myself in there because, you know, I you see Taylor one way, you've seen her, you know, stand on this platform. She's been very vocal, she's been very definitive in what she believes. And 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 so to see something that's so Opposite of that, it's shocking. Like at first, I was like, "Is this real?" Because I'm not on social, so so I'm I'm getting it pe- in piecemeal. And I'm like, "Is this real?" And then to come to find out it's real, it's like, "Whoa!" And so I have the same energy with Taylor that I do with anybody who does something that's wrong. I said the same thing with Chris Harrison, even though that message seems to be getting lost. I said the same thing with Rachel. You're never going to hear me say, "Cancel this person." This person is done. They they should be like, "I'm done with them." what you'll hear me say is, you got to hold that person accountable. And so I have that same thing with Taylor. What she did was wrong. It was terrible. It was shocking. It was disgusting. But, and she should be held accountable for that. But what I think the problem is that people, and the people who went digging for that were out to crucify her and it doesn't take away or excuse anything that she's done. But people are so angry. They don't want to hear what she's done since those tweets. And I think that you can look at both of those. You can be appalled at what she did and hold her accountable for that, but you can also recognize that she's not the same person that she was before. And I think what she was saying is that she didn't wait for somebody to call her out before she started doing the work. She recognized it was wrong. That's part of the reason that she's in the profession of therapy. And recognized that quote she had internalized racism, issues with several people was projecting certain things because she herself had issues from within, and not saying that that was right, she's just saying that's what she was doing, and it was wrong, and i i hope I hope Taylor will come out and explain because see Taylor's in a different position that we're not in. She used to be one way, and now she's something different, so what the when we were calling on people to not just listen and learn, but do the work. Taylor is somebody who's saying she's done the work and and we've seen it. You know, she's been very vocal against racism. So I would love for Taylor to come out and say how she got to the place that she is today. Go from the mistakes that she made, what she did, recognize it. Don't make any excuses for what you did. It was wrong. But then tell us how you got to the place you did today. Because that could reach a lot of people.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And maybe provide a blueprint for some other people. There you go. Uh, yeah. You know, definitely could be. Definitely. But y'all definitely got at least hear it. Be. Nobody hear wants it. to
2: hear her right now. And you're I get here. it. It's, a, it's, it is wow. Let's
0: take a break real quick.
3: This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise. But if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at vioricom Simmons. Once again, vuor slash Simmons.
4: This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. my mind and now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the hotels.com app whether you're looking for a family-friendly right all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices ratings and amenities side by side so start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the hotels.com app
0: now i'm not going to talk about the portion of the bill marshall where he Talked about you Because that's like Whatever He, didn't, about name he, didn't,
2: he didn't name you. me He didn't name
0: you He didn't name you But I'm not gonna talk About that portion But I I did think that Bill Maher's interview With Megyn Kelly On Real Time This past week Was interesting Did you see it?
2: I read about it
0: Right So basically It's It's Bill Maher And Megyn Kelly And they're talking about And you know Bill has Megyn on there Bill's been doing this For the the last couple of weeks Or the last couple of years Really where he's having people on there that seem more... not I wouldn't say necessarily their center-right. I'd say people who are looking to call out what he feels like is the angry left or the cancel-culture-obsessed left. Mm-hmm. So Bill and Megyn Kelly uh, have a conversation that's essentially about what whiny babies w- social justice warriors are. You know, people that... Uh, want social justice and people that want to change their world, that he feels like everybody has their pitchforks out, and this is what he's been talking about, and that people are going too far with all of this stuff, that we're taking it too far. He even said, you know, I've been for civil rights my entire time. Uh, The the entire time I've been out here, I've been watching Bill Maher for going on 20 years, longer than 20 years. Uh, And so, you know, I've seen him kind of be down. At times, uh, but now he feels like, I guess his ilk, straight white males, are under attack. Right. Do you see that?
2: Do you see that? Do I see that they're under? Do I see that they're under attack?
0: Do you think that? Do you buy into the whole deal that there is a leftist cancel culture that is working not of uh, working out not out of.
2: It's going both ways. It goes both ways. It is out of control on both ends. I think that there are people who are so quick to cancel over one mistake that they don't give they don't give people any time to change, and and they want to cancel before anything else. But I think at the other on the other end, there are people who have weaponized the word cancel, and and instead of they don't you can't even hold somebody accountable. And that's the issue on the other side. The moment you want to hold somebody accountable, that's canceling them. It's almost as if cancel culture has been such, a, has has created something on the right where you can't hold anybody accountable and nobody can be um punished for the things that they do wrong because that's cancel culture and you can't do that. So it's on one side, there's an extreme. And on the other side, there's an extreme. And because nobody, not nobody, but because those extremes don't want to come to the middle, it's like, we can't even just, Holt say you were wrong for what you did. There are repercussions of for that, and let's move on with it. Instead, it's deemed as cancel culture, and that's not always the case.
0: Huh. It's very true. So here's my thing that I feel like guys like Bill Maher like have to realize. And I I like Bill Maher for the most part, right? Yeah, you've been watching I, him for twenty plus years, right? I think he's turned into uh whiny little brat of recent. Mm-hmm. I definitely do. I think he's a, a mm-hmm. whining little brat. But mm-hmm. I know this is hard for Bill Maher and the Bill Maher's of the world to understand. I know it's hard for everyone to understand. But it's over. Like, it's over. The Mad Men era, the hey, <laughs> my secretary <laughs> yeah. has a nice fat ass there's a black guy that's going to take me from the, uh, the, the 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 ground floor up to the penthouse. When I get up there, there's going to be a bunch of people there that are going to hand me my brandy, sit down, and worship me as the master of the universe. It's done. If you comment on your secretary's ass now, yeah. she going to light your motherfucking ass up.
2: Rightfully so If
0: if you get in the elevator With a black guy And you look Like he should be Pressing the buttons For you to get to Where you're going If you treat him Like a servant Uh huh gonna light your ass up And the reality is No one isn't asking For anything They haven't been doing For years You talk about No margin of error Talking about Not having grace Or compassion For people What group of people Besides black people And women Black women Gay Americans, trans Americans, what people have been treated with less compassion and grace than these groups. Mm-hmm. So the reality is when the, t- when the the tide is is shifting, when things are actually getting sort of put on Front Street, I expect Bill Maher. And a lot of guys like him to be asking the way, acting the way that they are, right? They've mm-hmm. had it the high on the hog for a long, long time. You know, he said that, and Megan Kelly said this. She said that uh, during the interview, she said, you know, she's been the, obviously the victim of harassment, sexual harassment at Fox. Mm-hmm. She's, she was mm-hmm. a victim of it. Mm-hmm. She said she chose not to be, uh, she actually said it happened to her, but she chose not to be a victim. She used a very specific word in terms of uh, she, it's not that she used a very specific word. She was very careful not to call herself a victim. So I want to be called a victim. Right? It's something that happened to her, but it's not who she is.
2: Okay. I,
0: res- I respect that. I
2: the reality
0: too. is The reality is this. Somebody's not acting like a victim if they're kicking you and you're nuts. Mm-hmm. So uh, like a victim is somebody who goes, oh, woe is me, runs to the corner and lets you do whatever it is that you're doing and revels in their victimhood. That's precisely what's not happening now. Mm-hmm. See, that's what used to happen because we didn't have any way for that not to be the norm. But now people can hold hands from across the world and say, "This happened to you. This happened to me." The yeah. women that there, there's two ways to 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 deal with something when it happens to you. One is to say, "Hey, that happened to me. It won't define me," and that's cool. Another way is to say, "Hey, that happens to me. That happened to me. It won't define me, and I'm going to make sure it never happens to anybody else." Mm-hmm. That's not a victim. That's a hero. Yeah. So any woman that's made it her goal to make sure to stamp out sexual harassment, any black person that's made it their goal to stamp out uh, racism, they're not victims. They're heroes. And we just have more of them now. Mm. Sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes sure. we Nobody's get it perfect. wrong. Yeah. Sometimes, and sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they go too far. A woman tweeted something where she said, hey, I put it up on my Instagram. A woman said, "Don't refer to your colleagues, your female colleagues, as smart, brilliant, or intelligent because you yeah. wouldn't say that about a male colleague." I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, hey, it's me. Hi, I'm just describing the state of your brain, and I say that my my male colleagues are brilliant all the time."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we had a, we talked about that last week. So I think yeah. guys, I think the real thing for guys like Mars, this like, just deal with it. It's over. Like you had a good run, a great, yeah. A, a fucking run. mad. It's a. It's it never a, been the way it is now. So a yeah, fan- it's all they've it ever known. A fantastic run, mm-hmm. a fantastic run of being completely unaccountable, of being all powerful, of being really like little mini gods running around. Absolutely. America having everything, like acting like you created everything, acting like everybody worships you, acting like all of that stuff. It's right. it's over.
2: Yeah. So who's the one who's really whining?
0: He he whines, he talks about being a victim. That's what I'm he's saying. He's on the show every week whining about how he's the victim of people's ideology. I know, Look, I Look, I, I like to go to a good comedy show and hear fucked up jokes. I do. I don't have a problem with them. I like to go to different places and, and get gully. I like to listen to the, the most ratchet rap music. Not politically correct. I am far from a perfect person. You can't have grown up in the gin and juice era and not have some toxi- <laughs> toxicity about you. But the reality this is, is this: true. this changes for the better. This changes for the better as long as we embrace it and ask questions about it. But if yep. you wep- if you try to weaponize yourself against it, you're gonna look like a fucking idiot.
2: Yeah, you so, got to get on board. It's happening. It's happening, Bill.
0: Bill, it's stop. Happening. Bill,
2: stop fighting it. This Bill,
0: stop fighting. <laughs> stop fighting. it. We are we to we're going to talk about what kind of society we want and then we're going to worry about whether or not people are being too sensitive because to be honest with you, they probably are getting too sensitive. But the reality is they have to feel protected before and empowered before they can feel comfortable enough not to be hypersensitive. And we haven't done a good job of that. We're going to start. Okay, so here it is. New segment. We're going for it right now. Van's very important question of the week. We're doing this every single Monday. All right. This is my very important question of the week. for you, Rachel Lindsay. If aliens came to Earth right now, they say they're going to destroy the planet.
2: So they're evil aliens. Okay. Maybe not evil. No, they're going to destroy the planet.
0: That doesn't These are evil. That doesn't necessarily make them evil.
2: Okay. So they're helping us by destroying I'm not saying that they're
0: helping. Let me ask you a question. Are men evil when they plow down the forest to build a subdivision? They killed a whole bunch of the habitat.
2: I think people would say that they were evil. There's some people who would say that say that they're not evil
0: because you're living. Oh, okay, well, they're not. Whatever. Good. Okay,
2: I think whatever. Fine. Aliens. The aliens,
0: aliens, aliens want to like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Maybe they want to build an interstellar highway. Whatever. They but they say they're going to destroy the world unless you can play them one song that will restore their faith in humanity.
2: Okay. See, this is why. The evil is the first thing that comes to my mind when you talk about aliens. Because what I'm doing is trying to play a song for them that's going to restore their faith in him and give them hope, make them feel good.
0: But just make make them make them think that it's not worse. Believe in people, make them believe in people. Right? What song would you play to save the world?
2: Quite naturally, it would be "We Are the World."
0: Horrible. We we that we did.
2: (laughs) No, no, this is up to the aliens to decide. Horrible, not you.
0: Horrible.
2: We are the world. We are the children. Horrible. We are the Horrible. ones who make... Uh,
0: it's maybe have, the... I've, a, I've asked this question <laughs> so many times. You know, it's maybe I don't expect you to, to praise I've the song ever that i heard. chose.
2: What was I've, your song? What was yours?
0: I Believe by Stevie Wonder. It's just a beautiful song. It's about... And the, mine wasn't? No, no. We Are the World is... We Are the World is a song... It's and it not, raised
2: money. It raised the, the song. The song raised money to make the is, world better. Come on now. It's don't knock too it. on
0: the nose. You're not going to do this to me. Cheesy. You, you, it's it's just I not, don't uh,
2: care. You asked. The aliens not, don't know what cheesy it's is. It's like
0: the worst. They do know. No, they don't. How, no. Well, how, here's the thing. How can we assume that there's anything we know that they don't? They came here for a billion light years away.
2: Let me away. tell you something. You're the one asking the questions, okay? And I'm simply answering it. Now They're you're adding too much to the story. This They're isn't not, the Tinseltown terror. We're not taking no. this back and adding to the you, story. I'm it. telling
0: you, we that's a world. horrible, that's a bad answer. I'm telling you that's a bad answer.
2: Somebody right now heard me say that and started singing. No. Somebody I mean, right, right now felt a tingling in their body. They, they started they, waving their hand in the air.
0: They probably did, but you know, we're gonna put it out there. And was Stevie a part of
2: this song? Is it Stevie? Yeah, but that don't matter. But he's marginalized. We're
0: on the same page. But but what what, what I'm saying is that that's like really. I've asked this question before. That's really one of the worst things I've ever had. So
2: I'm unique. I'm unique. See, I'm the only one. We are the
0: world. We are the children. No, go ahead. It's not going to We work.
2: are the ones that make a better. No. Come on. Hate it. So let's start giving. No. You know no, you're singing I be it. With you. He's bobbing no. his head, y'all. No, he's I, he's I, coming in. He's really good.
0: Rachel, that's bad. I you stand sure you
2: by wanna, it. I said what I said.
0: You don't want to try another song.
2: Um, no. Oh,
0: wow. Wow. Well. I just saved your life. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. The aliens <laughs> are. Cranking up the damn ray gun right now. They're so aiming, they it the evil. They aiming it up at the word <laughs> score. How are else they going to destroy the world? They got to have a big ass ray gun. All right, whatever. Hey, look, Bachelor fans, relax. Uh, <laughs> relax. I- I'm saying, you guys, take a breath, man. It's just a TV show. It's just right? a show. Uh, I guess I will watch tonight. Tonight is a uh, fantasy the reunion. Suites. Women what?
2: tell all. No, next week. Oh,
0: women tell all. Okay.
2: It's the reunion. They come back.
0: Uh, all right, we're done. We done, Rachel. You got anything else? Nope. 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 Take your thinking caps off, but do not stop learning. We are going to see you guys later on this week. Winnie Rose on Thursday. Actually, Friday. Peace.